0: This is Hawkside Guns podcast. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Hawkeye Guns Podcast, and we are continuing our shotgun series. Depending on how this goes, it might be the last of the shotgun series. I know both of you who listen are just like, oh, but there's, uh, there's, there's one more to go, and that's uh, how to shoot a shotgun. But I would like, before we get too far into it, to uh, give a quick shout to Jake, uh, who was our first write-in for this podcast, and asked and requested about... Shotgun loads, which we have added to the list, uh, not to the end of this series or whatever, but we are going to be covering uh, ammunitions and loads and specialty loads and all that kind of thing in a later cast, so we'll we'll do that. He was also commenting on Buana's questionable view of the world, which... <laughs> Sorry about that. Which I question as well every day. Uh, I'm afraid it will not change. <laughs> yeah, he, is, he is so flexible in this it, it has, his retiring years. Yeah, yeah, it just hasn't
1: <laughs> changed in a little while. You know, I'm always open to
0: suggestions. Since the 70s. But other than that, it's fine, I'm sure. Uh, but, uh, Jake, thank you. Um, he uh, he's, he's a listener to other casts I have other than this and, and uh, has been a friend for a long time. So, thank you. Uh, we will be addressing that soon, and with that, I would say it's on to how to shoot a shotgun, which I will suggest to you also, which we've mentioned a little bit on this cast before. Neither of us have been doing with any kind of success for very long.
1: I was going to say I can hardly wait to see how you do this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I had. To, well, we'll start with me uh, since I am. Of course, my life is an open book, and everyone already knows. Look, I got thousands, literally thousands of hours of my recorded life on audio, most of which most people are wishing I hadn't. But
1: we'll just put mine uh, on a pamphlet.
0: Yeah, yours is a leaflet. Uh, But uh, yeah, my first exposure to shotguns was actually a 410, and that was the only shotgun I owned for a long time. Uh, Well, I say a long time, but uh, several years. And I came by it in a trade, which we were lamenting this morning. We just got back from the Fort Worth Gun Show, which we'll talk about here in a bit. But I should never have traded. I should never have let that stupid thing go. The the same kind of gun is now going for oh well, over a thousand dollars. Anyway, uh, it was a uh, it was a pump four ten, and it was uh, I used to go. What do they call them? Hog hunts uh, with a friend of mine who was partially running the hog hunt. Well, neither of uh, neither one of us wanted to to do that, uh, and go with these guys you know who have been drinking with hand cannons and stuff like that and hunt porcupine and boar. Uh, so we would take a uh, four wheel, a couple four wheelers, and drive out or a, a, one of those all terrain vehicles, and drive out and hunt squirrel and rabbit, which is perfectly fine with a four ten. And the rabbit would be, will be generous and say, fifteen, twenty feet, uh, from me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, and and I would get a one out of three, right? And with a shotgun, he actually hit
1: things unlike with a pistol or a rifle.
0: Oh yeah, clearly. No, if it was moving, I needed a shotgun. I don't. I don't remember with a load. I always borrowed them from Gary because he uh. He he bought the rounds because even then, uh, 410 ammo was was twice as expensive as, as anything else. So, uh, we used to go and that's just what what we used. He would use a 22. He was uh much better than I was to hunt rabbit and squirrel. That was that was it until later on in life. Buona had I remember this clearly because it, it happened a couple years ago. Buona sat on my couch at my house and said, "Hey, you know I'm retired. Uh, you have a place to shoot uh, as we did at the time." And I want to learn to shoot shotguns because, and Juan has gone over this a little bit in previous casts, he had been less than successful.
1: I sucked. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Literally
1: and figuratively. It was just bad, no matter how you looked at it. (laughs) And most of what we're going to tell you not to do. We have asked us how we know. (laughs) Yes. And much of it comes from me. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, because you, uh, you had your father tried to he, learn min- you to shoot. Many,
1: many people have tried to teach me to shoot. No, Shotguns, Yeah, I was going to say shotgun,
0: that's a different story. Because growing up, it was very frustrating to grow up in my household as both, actually all three, my mother, my brother, and my father are highly proficient with different types of weapons. Uh, my father, of course, born a, uh, can shoot a bow very well. Uh, can shoot a pistol better than most people I know. Now, my wife's pretty good, also very depressing. My wife is pretty good with a pistol when she's been training and in in in, in, uh, in her form when she carries. My brother is absolutely lethal with a rifle, as is my mother. And both uh, Bwana and my brother can shoot a bow very well. I can do all of those adequately. It's not, uh, I will never be more than adequate with a lot of that stuff. I, I'm, I'm okay with some stuff. I'm absolutely miserable with a bow. It's, it was never, like, shooting in my family was never an intense recipe for joy. Uh, it, was, it was an exercise in frustration for a lot of it. And as you may have gleaned from the cast, we are a competitive people. The dance of my people is often um, a rather in-your-face affair and uh along with a lot of pointing and laughing so um it was it was with trepidation that i said yeah sure let's learn to shoot shotguns how how bad could it be (laughs) little did i know had i said no to that it would have been the only thing i can shoot better than my father slightly but Better than my father, and yeah, definitely we'll, better than my brother.
1: We'll let that go for now. Oh, really? Do you want to do some counting? No, not not on the stuff you've <laughs> already done. But I've gotten better over, over the summer. Where? I I can't share that
0: with Yeah, you, I, you can't share it because it doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, let's get started. What do you want to talk about?
0: Well, first, let's go over that shooting... A moving target is a lot different than than just straight-up target shooting, stationary target shooting. Uh, you can do stationary target shooting with a shotgun, but uh, why? Second is the, th- the lessons that you've learned necessarily with shooting, uh, let's say, a rifle or a pistol or shooting stationary targets are not the same thing. One, there are... are Always remember that generally speaking, not as much with like a deer slug or something, but generally speaking, there is more than one projectile coming out of the end of the gun. So you don't have to be absolutely accurate, but you do have to be on target, so to speak. So shooting a shotgun at a moving target, which is for our intents and purposes is a clays, although it could have been a birds or an animal, a rabbit, squirrel, whatever, you know, game. But it's a different process than just standard target shooting. And this is something that I think a lot of people who have never attempted it do not immediately grasp.
1: And this is where I come in. Um, many many years ago, my father, uh, one of my older best friends, and several other colleagues.
0: Yeah, it was especially embarrassing for you because your father worked for Winchester or something yeah, like Olin, that, didn't he? All
1: in Winchester, yeah. So <laughs> uh, let me bring my I grew, son. You know, I, I, Saturday mornings we would go to the to, to the ski field. So um, when I first tried to uh, to shoot a shotgun, my father obviously uh, tried to uh, teach me how to do this and not only was I was terrible but I was like really terrible and his advice although he was in education and training and had years of experience with this that and the other thing and he was sitting on top of a Winchester 21 side-by-side shotgun which is a beautiful shotgun if if you've ever We saw one this morning as well. Yes, we fact. did. But a uh, beautiful gun, uh reasonably short, the one he was using. Uh but but didn't matter. So <clears throat> it was my turn to try. And uh, I have a habit, or at least at that time I had a habit, of doing what they call stopping. In other words, I would follow a clay or a bird, and just before I pulled the trigger, I would aim. That's, I would simply stop. And by the time I pulled the trigger, Obviously, either the clay or the bird continued to fly with great success <laughs> over and over and over again. So, what we're going to do here is try and go down a list of things not to do. Since we haven't T- had... Tell him,
0: a, tell him what, they, what he told you. No, I don't want tell to tell him. tell him to, what he did.
1: The advice he gave me was, Michael, paint with your shotgun. Now, it's metaphorical. So I was supposed to keep the What it really meant, I guess, was to continue through and paint. <coughs> painting with my shotgun just never worked out for me. Uh, even when I was in the military and, and uh, on a military, you know, on an Air Force base and uh, some older friends said, oh, we'll teach you how to shoot, you know, get a shotgun and, and come with us. I did indeed pick up a shotgun, 12-gauge, nice little 12-gauge pump and uh they said okay let's see what you can do and we went through uh several... and they found out <laughs> yes i am afraid so several boxes of shells and and a, a bit of frustration that i don't believe they anticipated personally uh because that's exactly what i do i follow follow a, whether it was trap or or whether it was skeet. and we did try both um i would follow the the bird and then when I got ready to to shoot, I would simply stop and uh, their their advice was not f- not paint with your shotgun, but more follow through you need follow through so after I pulled the trigger, I moved the gun again not <laughs> not exactly what they meant. It is, however, one of the most common uh traits in, in just starting to to shoot shotguns that people don't understand um, You don't stop, you point. You don't aim. And that takes us to a couple of other things uh, because when you stop, you don't really have follow-through. Follow-through, of course, is more along the lines of after you squeeze, before you squeeze, during your squeeze, and and, um, after the squeeze, you continue moving the shotgun. So that is, in reality, painting with your shotgun should you... uh, decide to use that particular piece of advice and that's probably the most common or one of the worst uh stopping traits that that you could actually have
0: it is indeed and it's one that my brother in particular is afflicted with because he is an excellent excellent rifle shot uh only second only probably to my mother um which is really annoying but uh and his wife is actually very good as well. And and I watched him cuz I I I spent uh I don't know, what did we spend about 20 30 minutes uh and we'll get to what we did but uh we spent about 20 30 minutes when we first got out in the our first field with with uh, shotguns. Uh, and I realized that I was indeed doing kind of the same thing. I wasn't leading. I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't tracking right, all that kind of thing. But I watched somebody else go through with my brother because he was, uh, he is a big, a big believer in the standard things that you learn with a rifle: stop, breathe, slow. Squeeze. Yes, squeeze, Which slow. Is not, not what you're going to well, do. All, at all, all not good you're with movement, a shotgun. Pointing
1: and just yeah, know, it, it all <laughs> happens
0: in a, in a in a couple seconds, you know, and and it's not a. It's not a hold your breath, count, you know, all that kind of thing that he learned with rifles, and indeed he did learn it, and he is is still cannot shoot me any day of the week um, with uh, anything we pick up with a rifle. Um, with a pistol, both of us are equally crappy, uh, but uh, are equally adequate. Uh, but I watched him do that, and and you can you literally can uh, see somebody stop.
1: In listening to this cast, I suddenly realized that. I must have been not only not a good shotgun shot, but I'm evidently not a tremendous instructor as shooting shotguns either, since neither one of my children did well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it took somebody else. It took somebody else explaining it in, in a in well, a different way. Well, let's go down the list. But let's, yeah, let's go down stars. the the, the list. Do the next one. Uh, well, yeah, the next one is looking down the barrel. And this is a, a again another rifle carryover that that people do. Like when you when you look at a rifle, you look down the barrel. Now you you do use the barrel, okay? Um, it's if it's you not point with it. You don't look down it. Yeah. Well, and and honestly, it depends. You know, if if uh, a lot of people use the bead sight as a reference, like uh, uh, put the bead sight an inch, you know, with a with a if it's moving at a pretty good clip, you put it an inch in front of the the target or whatever, you know, uh, uh a, a reasoned inch, not an actual inch. You know what I mean? But uh, a lot of people use those big, bright bead sights on a, on a shotgun as a, as a locator device, um, which we have proven over and over again is entirely unnecessary since Bona shoots with a round barrel uh, and no sight at all. Uh, and as many people have done, um, I like the bead. I, I thought I was going to be in, uh, one of those round barrel guys myself. I found I like a rib and a, uh, a bead big brass bead on top of it because i use it as a locator to be honest one thing is is absolutely true is you don't just rifle it down the barrel uh it's you'll you'll see a lot of people squinting with one eye looking down a shotgun barrel trying to shoot skeet and you're like ah that's not going to work out well for you uh, but it can be done i'm not saying it can't be done but it's a lot easier to to get everything moving and, and not look down the barrel uh, because you're focusing on the wrong thing. You're looking at your sights instead of where you should be. This is the one I think that is the most abstract that people try and and communicate, but until you've actually seen it, it's very difficult to to get through, and that's focusing on the lead versus the gun speed. And, man, try and explain that to somebody who's never had to deal with it, and, and you're just... I, I, They just, the the look of blankness that comes back. I know, I've had that look. The look of blankness comes back like, I I, I understand, you know. So gun speed is more important than lead,
1: okay? And we found that to be true. Uh, At first, I don't think either one of us truly believed it because there's a tremendous amount of information out there. What kind of lead do you need for this? Break it over the pin with this kind of lead. And as it turns out, um, the the style of shooting that we learned, and eventually we learned it off of, of just off of YouTube, but uh, focuses on gun speed versus lead. And if you do that, uh, you're going to find it a little easier. Uh, it seems that gun speed itself, when that's correct, when you are moving at the same speed your gun is moving at the same speed as the target, um, it seems to slow down. And it's just kinda like moving onto a highway. You know, as you finally reach speed, all the cars around you seem to slow down and, and become almost stagnant. I mean you can they're right next to you and you're all moving the same speed. It appears as if they stopped. Well, the same thing can be done with a shotgun and a clay or a bird doesn't really matter when your shotgun is moving at the speed of the target um it appears and it is an appearance okay nothing really changes but it appears to slow down and at that point in time lead is what they call the most forgiving so and we'll talk about crossing and quarters but um just in general spend a little bit more time with with speed Versus how much lead do I need is it is it this is it his inch or my inch or is it a foot is it two foot you know what's the right lead? Well, there is no really right lead it's going to depend on the angle of the clay that you're trying to shoot it's going to depend on the speed of the clay and uh just a little bit on on how much you've let it so
0: and what he is so so eloquently failing. In. You know, much, much painting with your shotgun. M- you're going to go back to worse, painting. Much worse, much worse than I was doing. But no, uh, what he's actually explaining is relative vectoring, and and that's that's the biggest, in my personal opinion, other than mounting your gun. Uh, if you start unmounted, uh, which is not having the the gun at your shoulder uh, when when the bird is going, uh, is is probably one of the toughest concepts, and also. In my opinion, once you see it and feel it once, the easiest to understand. Um, but abstractly, it's pretty tough. Which I mentioned mounting uh, is kind of our next thing. There's two schools of thought here. And a lot of the skeet guys say that life begins once you've mounted the gun. Uh, they start, a, like a, a lot of skeet and competition shoots and stuff, will start the the, the pull uh, mounted, which is the gun at your shoulder. Uh, bon and I do don't necessarily subscribe to that method. Uh, one, because in the in the wild, so to speak, uh, you don't get to mount your gun first before you see a target. Uh, you're normally starting pretty cold. So we start all of ours unmounted. So we, we have a mount procedure. Now, mine's a little different. I twist in. He levers in. But you get that thing caught in your armpit or caught like uh, I did. Uh, what was it the first time we went and shoot when I had yeah. that big-ass bruise? Um, at the side of your shoulder or something like that and roll off with that a couple times you're gonna find it hurts <laughs> also you don't get the the same shot you would if you mount correctly so practice mounting uh, the gun correctly and shouldering it correctly and getting a good cheek weld getting a a proper getting a gun that fits you is super important there's a tendency and in a lot of shoots don't even disqualify for that I mean they let you call it. Mounted and and that's perfectly fine. I don't think you learn as much about shooting quickly. Uh, and
1: oh, we're going to get letters on that. Uh, yeah,
0: I know. I <laughs> I totally expect it, but I don't. I I think it's better to to learn because let's say if you're you're somebody other than us, right? And you want to go hunt dove, you're not going to sit there with it shouldered all day. I mean, you're going to have to mount. Uh, so I, I don't know. It,
1: it also helps improve your gun speed because you're already moving. True. So there's there's a couple of things. Uh, we're going we're gonna to send you to a, a YouTube site here in a little while. Since we're telling you what not to do, uh, we're going to send you to somebody who tells you what to do and, and does a little bit better job of explaining it. But these are just kind of stories things from, we've from our up. going, that can't work, you know. <laughs> Go ahead and try it. You try it first, okay, because we're keeping score. I guess uh, the next one would be as it would be for almost a... Uh, a lot of, of any athletic anything uh is stance. You know, if you're not standing correctly, um which is a, a, a comfort normally uh just just a, a normal sort of Y like stance where your feet are spread out a little bit, maybe one's a little forward of the other, uh your your leaning foot. Uh if you're not standing comfortably where you can move whether it's left, right, up, or down, you probably need to adjust your stance so part of the practice drills that we're going to talk about a little later uh gonna be focused on a couple of things, not just mount, but are you comfortable? you know can are you standing correctly? so all of these things, by the way, during our first um, our first foray into uh dropping some clays out of the air. Uh, were things that we needed to work on. Uh, <laughs> we did not start out really well. As a matter of fact, um, as as you heard, it had been some time uh, since since I had actually tried to shoot anything moving with a shotgun. Uh, the last time I really attempted it, I was still in a service, so it it had been a while. It was very frustrating for me. I got very tired of it very quickly because I couldn't hit anything. And I knew I was throwing a pattern that was huge with a 12-gauge. So um, hang in there. There's, there's some things. Just correct them one at a time. Um, I can't think of too much anything else other than the shotgun itself, the fit, which we have talked about previously, but we, we should probably reiterate
0: here. And And it, you would be surprised how many people, when I say, is your gun fitted to you, look at me with a blank face. You would be surprised. Um, and I, I can't remember what it is, but like a, a quarter inch on the back end is, is a huge amount on the front end. Uh, and, and wanting can probably explain that particular bit better, but here's, here's the main gist of it. If your shotgun is too big or in some cases too small, it will not perform correctly. You will not be able to swing it as easily. You will not be able to stay on target as well. You will, you, it may still work. You may still hit things with it, but it will be infinitely easier if the gun is fit to you. I, I've talked to a bunch of people who shoot. They pay no attention to it.
1: Yeah, you can get a shotgun fit, by the way. The fit really is is three things. It is length of pull. Uh, it is the the actual comb height, the, the brace height, whatever you wish to refer it to. And there is an offset. Uh, normally, the offset is very small on most North American shotguns. Uh, but but it does exist and an offset. If you look down the barrel, if we have a ribbed shotgun, if we look down the barrel and then look at the stock, the line of just the stock is perhaps offset to one side. And that offset is cast is called cast. So there's a, a brace height or a comb height. Uh, there's cast and then there's length of pull. We uh, between Sean and I, we. We kind of determined whether it's true or not, at least for us. Uh, the length of pull is probably the most critical, and the reason it's the most critical. He already answered is because of your armpit uh, if If you start bringing that gun up uh and and all of a sudden that, that's really too long for you the the stock itself is too long based on on your arm size um you're gonna you're gonna miss the the butt of your shoulder you're gonna miss the meat of your shoulder and if you pull a trigger on one it's not quite in your shoulder or off to the side on your arm even with a pad it can it can be a little painful and without a, a pad in a vest um
0: me bruising bruising
1: it's gonna turn colors pretty pretty hard uh, especially with a 12 gauge uh, it also depends on the pad that you put on it and uh, how long you shoot it and the recoil pad or how long you shoot it. So all of those things are are impacted. Um, a good uh, gunsmith will measure you and measure your gun. Um, if you are looking at doing this at home, the easiest thing and about the only thing uh, we really change on a shotgun is the length of pull. And it becomes a little critical because a very small amount at the back end, which he mentioned, a quarter inch at the back end, can can impact where your nose sits behind the receiver. And that's what he was talking about when he said an inch or four inches or however much it is. Um, a quarter of an inch actually is, is an inch. So if you add or subtract a quarter of an inch, what you are really doing is changing the distance between the end of your nose and the back of the receiver, and there should only be uh, a couple of finger widths in there anyway, uh, but it does make a difference if you see people with the guns that are too long uh they're way it looks like way back away from that receiver and and If you watch somebody who shoots something that's a little short for them or was uh, given to them, and somebody had fixed it for someone a little smaller um boy you can you can see them they're snuggled right up to the back of that receiver and you're going to go you're going to get a bloody nose off of this so the length of pull in our opinion anyway uh <clears throat> although we haven't consulted Walther or anybody else um but in our opinion did you leave Walther alone <laughs> <laughs> uh the uh, <laughs> the length of pull is in fact the most critical and uh, that can be changed a couple of ways there are uh simple plates uh that you can insert in in behind the stock of uh, a shotgun and in between the stock itself and, and the recoil pad. Uh, or you can, if it's too long, uh, cut that stock, assuming that it's not synthetic. Uh, please don't try and put a saw on a thin s- synthetic stock. Oxide
0: told us I could do this. No, no, no we didn't.
1: No, we didn't. <laughs> wood, We're talking wood here. Um, you can do it without having to refinish the shotgun. It is more than conceivable. We have... Some upcoming casts that, that help you to do that in some serious detail. Uh, but right now we're just mentioning to you that that size is very important, that length of pull. Let me give you an idea. Also, Sean, also, how tall are you?
0: I am 5'10 uh, half.
1: Okay. I'm a little under that. And the difference in our length of pull, and I'm uncomfortable with his shotgun, and he's uncomfortable. He can shoot mine a little bit. Better They're a than a little I can shoot is yeah. but I shoot 13 and a half inch length of pull and he shoots 13 and three quarters. So that, that little quarter of an inch uh, is, is very significant. It's very difficult for me to shoot something that's cut for him. He can get away with shooting something that's cut for me. So um, when you're in the store or when you're at the gun show, we've already mentioned it, but we'll mention it again because it is critical. Think about that. That uh, that does change your ability to to shoot the shotgun.
0: Also, a, a third way to do that, um, and I might be about five eleven, but uh, it's about five five ten and a half, five eleven. But but there's a third way to adjust it, and that's to restock it. Um, you can restock your shotgun, uh, especially if you have something that's that's readily available, like an eight seventy or an old Winchester or, or something like that. Mossy. Um, Yeah. uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Mossberg. Uh, Quite so. Um, You can, uh, yeah, just yank that off of there. We'll get a different stock and and I'll cut it to the right length. of I'll get a long one and I'll cut it to the right length of pole with a recoil pad or whatever. Um, Don't worry if it's too short and it's too big. It's too big a jump for spacers. You're a big guy or something like that or it was cut for somebody short. You can, depending on the gun, you can restock them. So it's but it is kind of crucial you get it right otherwise you're you're not going to have as good a time yeah the
1: the difference is you're going to want to cut it the length that you you want to come up on the stock and most people if if you're doing it two to three fingers you know are looking at another finger or two and that's more than a quarter of an inch so don't cut off too much there are several videos on how to how to adjust or custom fit that shotgun. As a matter of fact, I think about now we need to take them to to a uh, to a place where they don't have to guess what we're really saying and can see some things here because visuals truly do help. You want to take them to the website at least? Uh, yeah. Explain to them <laughs> that I taught you to shoot by sending you to this site. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. It's just thick. It's just hip waders I need in there now. Um, well, what you're going to do, generally speaking, and it's it's not any kind of miracle or anything like that, and the way we learn to shoot, and there's other there's other ways to do that, is uh, to go to YouTube, which uh, Bon alluded earlier, and search for Gil Ash or OSP Shooting School. And honestly... <sighs> Look, we, we had all kinds of issues, um, especially Bona through the years trying to learn to shoot. And um, say what you want about, uh, you know, the, the whole program he's got going on. But Gil Ash taught us to shoot a shotgun quickly, right? It's
1: just that simple.
0: It, very, very quickly. It's a couple for me and I, I think Bona both. It was a couple videos. Now, let's see here. If we training. count the
1: number of shells before you hit your first clay, I wonder
0: who would win. I don't know. Let's start counting from when you were a kid. No, 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 no. Yeah, just no, no, that no, no. We're, we're, we're just, gonna we're gonna go for one You want to do that after huh? we both uh-huh.
1: watch the videos? I think two. Uh, no.
0: Yeah, two. I, I, no, I
1: remember I, it just like that. I I don't two. think that's what it was. Right, as a three. matter of fact, you were irritated by the time you 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 yeah, uh, like two two shells spot. and
0: I don't hit something that does make me irritated. Yeah, yeah that's so,
1: true. I mean, it was like four or five before you first hit.
0: I remember it as two, but uh, there's there is but honestly after that both of us could shoot by the end of the first box we were fine um and by the end of the day we were pissed when we were when we missed one uh so it 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 was he
1: has a totally different perspective than i was ever shown as far as how to shoot a shotgun we've gone over what you don't do he addresses what you do do and believe it or not it's pretty much the correction to all of the things that we just covered. Now, he does, because he is uh, affiliated with OSP Shooting School, he does have a huge library. There's a uh, a website that you can go. If you go to OSP Shooting School, he has a huge library of videos. Um, there, there's a charge for, for that. But on YouTube, the very basics, uh, at least to get you started, okay? As you move forward and you start doing... Teal shots on a trap field, or things like that. You are going to want a, a little more. Uh, what should we say? A, l- a little more intricate.
0: Well, some level perhaps, of knowledge, some perhaps, perhaps enhanced perspective on on more involved or more more uh, intricate shooting techniques. Um, we're standing in a field, laughing uh, at each other busting clays over a pond. All right. It wasn't exactly what you'd call the Michelangelo of shooting schools. Yeah, all right. That we yeah. needed. But it wasn't but, real regimented. It wasn't uh Yeah, we were yeah. we literally backed the truck up to the pond, <laughs> you know, set up the thrower and started started, you know, uh chucking clay. So it it wasn't exactly what you'd call champion school or or award-winning shooting that we were wanting. We were just trying to uh not embarrass ourselves. Uh which this is more than capable of from the free YouTube videos at least from from my perspective. But uh speaking of which, um the the other part to the to the guns and all that kind of stuff is uh if you're going to do uh if you're not hunting, uh is going to be throwing clay and uh there are a number of ways to do that. You can I mean everything from hand throwers, which will cost you five, six bucks at Walmart. No, you can get them pretty cheap, but they're, what they're going to want is the spring spring throwers. And uh, there are a bunch of rain, uh, you know, uh, just huge range, you know, everything from small ones that have like tent pegs, you s- step on it into the ground and it'll stay there for, I don't know, six throws. uh th- then you got to stomp it back down again uh to the ones that or to the one that Blana got which is a monster of a uh of a mechanical spring thrower and uh, it showed up in the truck one day uh as we were going I'm like what's that? Oh it's a new thrower.
1: Well, where the hell did that come from? Oh no, it's good. You know cause I had to order it.
0: <laughs> Where'd you get that anyway?
1: I think I got it off of Amazon to be honest with you. Really?
0: Yeah. Uh it's nice. Uh, you can tell them the name of it. Yeah, it's uh, outdoors dot com. Um, that's that's the
1: site. for yeah. the thrower. Yeah, what was the they name also of the have shirt? some YouTube videos, by the way. Yeah, there are several different levels of of throwers. Um, do all outdoors do make two different basic grades? They make one in blue, and then a little heavier, more professional oriented for people who are stupid enough to stay out there till their shoulder hurts all day that would be uh, us they make in red and uh we've had the red one now for a couple of years several years and uh just a simple spring thrower nothing exciting um but it it uh damn sp- all
0: instructable or uh, indestructible it really is it's uh it's, it's heavy
1: it's adjustable in speed you know you can tighten the spring on it um it's just something for us. It wasn't a huge amount of money, uh, and it was exceptional quality. Uh, we've never really had a problem with it. It throws for us uh, singles uh, at, at multiple different angles. It's all adjustable. Uh, throw it doubles either side by side doubles or true doubles, topped on, stepped on side or stacked on top of each other. Um, We've also uh, used it to throw different size clays, so it'll throw multiple size clays, including a mix, one small, one large. Uh, Clays come in some pretty standard sizes, but uh, the minis are, are reasonably small. The only other thing that we would suggest as you practice shooting, you realize a couple of things, that clays decrease in velocity and birds accelerate. So, uh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's a sh- moving that shotgun at, at speed is is really
0: really important. Um especially if birds know you're shooting at them. <clears throat> uh yeah, if if someone else has cracked one off, you will find they do indeed accelerate a little they, bit. They move uh, a little bit. Uh in in lateral movement, all kinds of neat Diving, stuff. all kinds of Yeah, things. they do all kinds of nifty tricks. Uh so there's, uh, which is one of our favorite things to do on like windy days when it's just grabbing the clay and moving it all over or lofting it or, or all kinds of stuff. So it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. But yeah, there's, uh, that movement speed is going to work out to your advantage. I think the only other thing we have to cover, uh, with this one is, uh, where to shoot.
1: As a matter of fact,
0: uh, and, uh, if you're lucky enough to have a place to shoot, pff, great, you know. Um, there's for a lot of others, uh, if you don't happen to own your own farm or ranch, uh, or one isn't in your family, uh, it can be kind of a challenge. Uh, you'd live in the city and the burbs; they're not really going to like you, you know, your neighbors and the homeowners association is really not going to like you plinking out of your backyard. Uh, so uh, the, the best thing to do, or at least to start off with, if you don't know anyone is to go to where to shoot.org. And uh, they'll they'll let you know the closest ranges and, and what is allowed or what is, is recommended to shoot there. Some are pistols, some are rifles, some do. You know, all long guns, you know, it, it depends. Uh, and there are skeet ranges in there as well.
1: And trap and everything else. Yep.
0: It's a very, at least I have found it to be in my... Latest years, a very enjoyable way to spend your time. It is uh, in Texas. It's a little warm to do that at the moment. We're sitting at the end of, uh, of June here, which it's 100 degrees right now outside, which is a little warm to be standing out busting clays. However, uh, that is not the case all the time of the year, and we love to go out and shoot. and uh, Honestly, uh, watch some videos. Get yourself a shotgun if you don't already have one, and go out and bust some stuff. It's... Uh, to me, it's one of the most fun things you can do.
1: Well, let's let's stay on that just a little while longer. And if you're not quite ready to go out and shoot, or you're still looking for a place, or you'd like to, to do a little bit of stuff but not necessarily go out and shoot, there's a couple of things that you can do. Um, and there are what Sean and I refer to as practice drills. Now, practice drills pretty much all they sound uh just just everything they sound all you're doing is sitting in your living room or standing in your living room practicing some things and the first thing that we would recommend that you practice uh with a shotgun and and in this case an unloaded uncharged uncocked uh shotgun is just mounting um If you just practice mounting the shotgun, bringing it to your shoulder from a non-shoulder position, uh, it's going to become natural to you. You'll develop a a style or a technique that's that's specific to you. You can do that without going anywhere. Um, You can also see very quickly whether your gun is correctly fitted to you or not. If you keep hitting the inside under underneath your armpit, uh, that gun may be a little long for if you. If you
0: have to bring your gun back to your shoulder, it yeah. may be a little short. It may be a little short.
1: And that brings us to the next step, because once you get it to your shoulder, um, you're going to want to pull the trigger. And uh, without involving huge amounts of either safety or um, other kinds of... Uh, input uh we have never at least uh, in our family never believed in dry firing a great deal uh any any kind of weapon uh 22s obviously have a lot of problems uh dry firing because you're actually dropping that that firing pin onto the uh the edge or the rim of of your own gun if there's no shell in it um center fire weapons a little different, you know, people say, well, it's not hitting anything. Well, they're right. It is not hitting anything. But it is bouncing the P-Wadden out of that firing pin. And um, not always a great idea because that firing pin is, is actually engineered and designed to strike the uh, the primer on those shells. So what we recommend in reality is a little thing that we've mentioned before. It's called a snap cap. And they are designed... Um, specifically designed uh, to to sit in a, a, a firearm, whether it's a shotgun, a rifle, or a pistol, and they basically look like a dead shell. Um, they're they're normally crafted out of aluminum and um, fit right in the chamber. And you can drop uh, drop the hammer, no pun intended, drop the hammer on those with not a little concern for everything at all. Uh, that's what they're designed to do. They're designed to practice with, and we uh, for sure endorse the the use of snap caps. I think the last ones we saw for twelve or twenty gauge was what
0: fifteen bucks.
1: Yeah, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen bucks. I think it's I think it's
0: around fifteen bucks at the at the show we were at just last uh, last time. Uh, so it was it, it, they're not a lot, and it'll it you know it, it's good to practice with them uh let's see what's the next thing
1: probably how to grip the the thing yeah you you talk about mounting might want to put it in your hand correctly
0: first (laughs) (laughs) yes do that uh there's there's a it it's fun to play with and all that kind of thing but you really need to feel what your your gun's going to be or what it's going to feel like and how you know where your finger falls on the trigger how how hard and and i've seen people have trouble with this you know you don't it isn't the uh, the slow trigger pull, you know that uh, that it is on some some target shooting with rifles and stuff like that. You you have to firmly pull a shotgun trigger, especially with some over and under shotguns. Otherwise, they'll double fire, <laughs> um, which is a heck of a surprise for your shoulder.
1: When 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 you grab the shotgun, and and many shotguns have either a pistol grip on them, uh, which is the the downward part as you come off the receiver, it points back down. Uh, just behind the trigger guard, okay? If you grab that like you were shaking hands with that pistol grip, you're actually holding the shotgun the way most people feel the most comfortable. gives you the most amount of control over that part of the shotgun. Um, You just grab it like you're shaking hands with it, and and that's where you actually hold it and the way you hold it. Um, The other kind of stock that you can run into is uh, an English type stock an upland game stock sometimes referred to which is just a straight stock comes right back off the receiver at an angle and there's no pistol grip on it at all and that you're actually grabbing around the collar loosely uh and and moving your hand just a little bit down not quite shaking hands with it but putting it in the the meat the bulk of 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 your hand
0: well as long as we're doing that there's also an actual pistol grip yeah Uh, there
1: is in the hole
0: um, Thumb hole. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, there's there's pistol grip. There's also defense shotgun pistol grip uh, shotguns that have the shoulder stock and a pistol grip coming out of them. Um, I never particularly cared for that kind of style, but it is, uh, it's out there. And, Probably not uh, something you're going to shoot birds or skeet with. Well, probably not, but I've seen people do a lot of stupid stuff, what I consider stupid stuff with a shotgun anyway. Well, clean that up. Really good catch. Uh, Good catch. Yeah. But, uh, you know, look, I've seen guys in a field with a flashlight on their gun, and it's all blacked out. What are you doing? Shooting dove. You know, I mean, uh, seen it. Okay. Breath
1: control and and push and swing, that's all movement. Um, You can do that in your house as well. Uh Gil and his wife, and his wife is an excellent shot with a shotgun as well. They're both instructors at OSP. They have a little thing called a three-bullet drill uh, where you're actually uh, putting three empty shotgun shells uh, on a shelf or a stand somewhere, and you're pushing or moving the shotgun to those from a mounted position. <clears throat> that That is a really nice piece of training because it gets your arms... Uh, accustomed to uh, mounting ahead of that bird and and at the right speed
0: Uh. yeah that's gonna that's gonna bring you right on target to uh sighting versus pointing honestly and there's uh sighting as we've talked to talked about before it's really easy to fall back into uh, especially if you don't do this a lot um pointing is is kind of the way i uh, use it in my head is pointing is is has a lot more to do with with lead than than sighting sighting is getting your bead on something you know getting uh, getting you know a sight window or a sight picture or something like that that's not generally what you do with a shotgun uh what you do with a shotgun is is again you know, vector matching, right? You you've got to get you've got to get your lead at the same spot, at the same place, at the same time as the target. So, um, it is it is a little different than that, and and that'll go right into judging distance, which honestly, it's not like uh again not like a rifle where you're scoping right, and you're like windage, distance, movement all happens at the same time. With a shotgun, it's, 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 you're not talking about great distances here. Uh, we're not, oh yeah, I hit it four football fields away. No, um, over 200 yards and your lead is now non-lethal. I don't care what you fired it out of. It's a duck gun or whatever. Um, 400 yards and you can, I've seen guys stand on the, on either end of a field with a, uh, with a 20 gauge dove gun and pepper each other because they're pissed the other one got a dove. Um, at the end of like 300, 350 yards, okay? Just like, yeah, here, there you go, enjoy that. You know, you wait a couple seconds, and I got it, and you know fire back at him. Uh, not responsible behavior, I'm just saying great distances. You're not talking about that. You're well, talking I, about.
1: You're just catching them all today. Oh, uh, this is nothing anybody hasn't heard about. In, and, of course, you remember that he shot his brother with a BB gun, but pellet rifle rather
0: nobody proved that they just assumed yeah. might have been my hysterical laughter but <laughs> on the roof with a gun but other no, than i that, was off the roof <sighs> allegedly
1: but it is a little different and in practice and it's easy to to do um especially uh if you're going out for the first time um figure out a little time just watching um you're going to see some things that so are going to look fast for a while uh, people are gonna. It's gonna make it look really, really easy until you get ready to do it. And uh, the more familiar, you, more familiar. whoa. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I used to, I used to teach with this thing. <clears throat> the more familiar you see how work, that worked out really oh, well. Oh yeah. The more familiar you become with uh, mounting the weapon and moving the shotgun uh, at at the speed of the target, the easier it's going to be for you to fall in. Uh, I hit. Using Gill's method, I hit the second clay I shot at. After years and years and years of fuss- frustration, I I snagged the second bird. Sean snagged the fifth, and I I take that to be that I was helping him. He he claims he'd have got the second one if I hadn't helped him, but uh, it's it it's an incredible method if you just relax and enjoy it. Um, call it up on youtube i mean you you can listen to us on what not to do but it's all because we had those you know it's an embedded thing you know you're used to shooting a rifle not a shotgun if you grew up with a shotgun congratulations um
0: yeah a lot of people especially a lot of people in the south um grew up with a shotgun or a dove gun uh midwest too um but uh I'd be willing to bet there's there's quite a few people who who grew up with a shotgun, but I I would be even more assured uh, with with uh, if I was going to lay money on it, saying that there are more people who didn't uh, grow up shooting things with a shotgun. Man, is it just uh, for me? Um, a couple years ago, I had none. Uh, this year, I have. We'll just be kind and say double digits worth of uh, <laughs> shotguns. <laughs> Uh, there, there is, for me, there is probably, and it got me back into shooting uh, of all kinds. Um, it's, it's something that you can enjoy and something that uh, for me is a lot more fun, uh, than shooting ever has been. It's also extraordinarily, uh, inexpensive from what you thought it might be. It's, uh, shotguns. If you, if you don't lose your mind and get something that's, that's wildly expensive, uh, it can be extremely economical to purchase, maintain, and uh and keep shoot, up with clean everything else yeah uh there's there's nothing um you know they're they're not magical they're not complex instruments believe it or not
1: well, they're not high pressure the the chamber pressure is low so you're not looking at the milled steel associated with a 30-06 You know,
0: right it's it's not like a rifle it's not um it's not really even like a handgun um, they're tubes that shoot pellets out of them for the most part uh, there's, there's, it's a fantastically useful and honestly, very versatile weapon. Uh, so when you learn to shoot, there's, uh, with one, there's a lot you can do with it. And, and you'll see people buy them and, uh, you know, you can look at a shotgun and and look at how, what it's been rigged for. And you can tell what somebody uses it for, um, because they are that versatile. Uh, there's, there's very little that I have found that they, well they, they sell they them at walmart made i mean for to crying do. Out loud. yeah uh, you
1: yeah. can buy a moss you can buy a mossy 500 or or a remington 870 right at walmart yeah
0: a couple hundred bucks um and if you want to if you want to go even lower than that you can buy a maverick or a stevens for 200 bucks okay 20 or 12 gauge and just to try it out and and it's It'll send lead downrange just the same as anything else.
1: But do practice with it first. I mean, just get the feel of it because you're going to be excited. And uh, the more you've practiced, even with a three-bullet drill or or just uh, bringing it to your shoulder, just mounting the weapon, the more comfortable you're going to be with it, and that makes it tremendously enjoyable.
0: It does. It does, and and uh, you can find them as as Buona said at uh, at your local Walmart or or big box store that carries uh, weapons and firearms. Um, you can also find them, and this is my personal recommendation. Uh, used at a gun show uh, of which we just came back from. Uh, we just went came back from the uh, Fort Worth gun show uh, today, as we recorded this cast, and uh, we're reminded how big that damn thing is. Uh, Buana sold a gun. I did. Took our own advice this time, we, which,
1: by the way, sometimes we don't do. <laughs>
0: uh, we had mentioned that uh, don't keep a gun you're not going to shoot, or you can't, or you don't really enjoy or like anymore, or, or something that that you know just just because you bought it and you you now have to like it. We've sold several guns uh, that way, and this one you've kept for God, years, when did you get that? Yeah, years. Uh, going on decades, more than one since I remember. He uh, he announced last couple of days ago. You know, I'm going to sell that brownie. Sold the Browning Lever Action 22. Uh, 22s are getting kind of up there uh, in prices here in the last year or two.
1: And we sold it because I wanted to get a because he wanted one. to <laughs> get a different
0: Browning 22. Uh, yeah, and uh, I I think you ordered it, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Uh, which goes to goes to our our other advice is shop around. I was very impressed with his self control. He had the Browning 22 automatic in his hand that he wanted it was a a it's a beautiful rifle um looked at it and it was it was uh 16 years old I think and had some dings and it was a little but it was it was pretty well kept for 16 years old um somebody mounted some goofy sighting uh equipment or uh, uh peep sight on it I think it was and um he walked away from it it was just too expensive for what it was and we wound up finding a brand new I mean factory out, out of the box out of the box uh same model same make brand new for twenty five bucks more <laughs> yeah <laughs> actually, the same price that the guy was asking, yeah, yeah and you talked talking it down down twenty five
1: dollars twenty five still wasn't right and he still was and, and, tried talking more uh and he just wasn't going to come off of it twenty as sean mentioned yeah twenty twos have gone up in popularity. Uh, for lots of reasons we 've got some twenty two things here in the cast. Um, this is going to end our shotgun series by the way, so we are going to move to some other things, not just twenty twos but uh, perhaps uh, a, a little different calibers, different calibers, different loads um, different things, different formats, are, yeah, different, different, uh, different sex. Ex, ex, wow. This mouth is just not working. To ah, work. What you got in Accessi- mind, Mona? Accessories, <laughs> uh, different, different, all kinds of things. I'm just going to leave it at all things. Okay? Accessories. Things. Yes.
0: Tell us about those. Clean
1: that up. Just things. We're going to talk about things. Thing, okay? Stuff and
0: things ahead on the podcast. <laughs> ah, shit. Talking crap about stuff. There you go. <laughs> Well, we are indeed, uh, so for those of you, God, why do they drone on about shotguns? First of all, because we love shotguns, uh, but this is probably going to be the the end of the droning on uh, shotgun series. We are going to pick up some other stuff, not that we're not going to come back to it or other things like What's we said. the next and, one? Uh,
1: oh, we say that, we never... We, we never tell them you're gonna do stuff here it is what what are we uh, doing the next time
0: well I think we're doing uh, pistols aren't we I
1: believe so modifying uh, pistols
0: yeah I think it's modifying pistols of of which I know precisely very little um, but uh, Bona has modified uh, we're getting into the mechanics of, of guns and Bona has modified quite a many pistol in fact I bring my pistols to Bona if it's not an aesthetic thing or changing out grips <laughs> I bring them to Bona. Yeah, so we replaced a few firing pins and shotguns and a yeah. hammer or two and a pistol. Oh, and sights and triggers and actions and springs and levers and all kinds of stuff. So there's a lot to do. Um, it's not just, uh, hey, I got it. I bought it. It's out of the box. Let's just go ahead and shoot it. I guess that's the way it's always going to be. Not true. Not of shotguns, not of pistols. Uh, It's, it's, there's a lot to do. And
1: this is, this is, this will be just a high level discussion because we do have an entire series on different parts of it. Bluing, uh, finishing. Absolutely. uh, Mechanical stuff, springs, screws, make your own, blue your own, um, slings. Yeah. Just all kinds of things. So we've got some detail on it, but a lot of times the question is, gee, do I really want to do this? I just spent money on it. And, uh, do I really want to screw with this thing? We're, we're going to tackle some reasons to uh, to consider some of those. So that's that's the next one coming up, I think.
0: I believe you're correct. Uh, you got anything else for this one? No, I believe
1: uh, we've done as much with our in, intensive skill set of shotgun skills. Um, <laughs> yeah, as, go as, watch Gil. Yeah, as much damage as I think we're going to do to this. Poor old Gil's going to go, I can't believe they learned how to shoot at all. <laughs>
0: Are you sure they hit anything? It's unproven. It's unproven. We
1: we have no videos.
0: A yeah. <laughs> yeah, picture, it didn't I, happen, right? I
1: do get sore ribs from laughing at him. But other than that, <laughs> I love when he tries to shoot doubles with a single shell. That's, oh. that's the most fun.
0: Oh, God. Boom. Click. Damn it.
1: <laughs>
0: What's funny is we, uh, you know, we, we wait for those, right? You know, because uh, he's uh, both of us have shot with the safety on. Um I oh, forgot. So look at him uh, drag
1: me in the mud, and I am his father, and he drags me right down there with him.
0: You've shot with a safety on more than I have with that Browning, or not Browning, no, that uh, Mossberg, perhaps. Uh, I've uh, this is my favorite that I, I do. I have a my beloved single shot uh, uh, FIE has a. It is the only uh, shotgun I have with a hammer, and uh, I have been known to load the gun, clip it shut. And forget to cock the hammer. So when I pull the trigger,
1: <laughs>
0: literally nothing happens except he starts wildly laughing and falling off the bucket. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's some stuff that that does happen. But, uh, yeah, thoroughly enjoyable. Um, go watch Ash if you want to learn how to uh, how to shoot,
1: how to do it really well. Yeah, I, I, he, he can, really he can do it for you. I think there's. I counted at one point in time there's like 35 37 videos that he's got on yeah, YouTube. There's, there's quite covers a few. lots of stuff. Um it just it's, more than well worth your while. It's
0: got a couple of idiots to to the point where and I'm not saying this to brag or anything like this. We don't miss a whole lot. No. Uh, shooting now. Uh so I mean be it trap, skeet, or really or doesn't free, matter. just even just when we're screwing around thrower. yeah. Hand throwers, doesn't mechanical really matter. throwers. Oh, although you put enough gas on a hand throw and it can be, yeah, it can be pretty can tough to shoot. Anybody. Yeah, you can <laughs> mess with this one too. Um uh, those can be fun. Uh a buddy of mine said that uh you know uh, hey, you want to mess with people? Yeah, bet a case of beer on uh, whoever hits out of that hand thrower, and just put some gas and some spin on those things. Ain't nobody gonna hit nothing, and you know it, it can be true if you put a little spin or put a little put a little grunt in it. Uh, but. Want a hint? Let it get out a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just let,
1: let let it get it and and make him throw it into the wind. That, that'll help. It'll it'll move up and down a lot, but but it'll be better. Trust me.
0: Yeah, it's uh it, it's it's a lot of fun, but uh, until until next time, uh, we leave you with that. Check out some stuff, and uh, as soon as and whenever we get a new gun, we're gonna post it on the uh, the Tumblr page and the site probably. So when Buana's new. Uh, New Browning comes in. He's on. He's he's on the wait, you know. And there's nothing slower than waiting for a gun. Uh, so we'll we'll post some pictures of that, uh, and uh, we will see you guys next time. On behalf of Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts. Check us out at hawksideguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.